On day nine, we back up a little to tell the story of one of Jacob, or Israel's, 12 sons. He was the next youngest son. His name was Joseph, and he was one of his father's most favorite sons. Joseph, in fact, was so much his father's favorite that Israel made him a special coat of many colors. Have you heard of Joseph's coat of many colors? This is the Joseph, and this is the coat. And oh my goodness, his other 11 brothers, especially the 10 older ones, did not like it at all. And Joseph made it all that much worse because he kept having these dreams. Of course, the Lord gave him the dreams, but he didn't have to blab about them, but he sure did. He dreamed that his mother and his father and all his brothers would bow down to him uh, as if he were a king. Oh my goodness, he kept this up until his brothers were so angry at him that they decided to kill him. And one day, they they basically did. They threw him in a pit, and they left him to starve to death. Um, and one of the older brothers talked him out of it, basically, and said, you know, we really... We really should not do this. And they said, well, we're not, we're not really killing him. We're just going to tell our dad that he got eaten by a wild animal. We're going to take his coat of many colors and we're going to kind of bloody it up a little and take it back to dad and tell him that Joseph got torn apart by wild animals and then we won't have to worry with Joseph anymore. And the older son said, no, no, you really, you know, even if we do this, we need to not just go off and leave Joseph to to die here of thirst or starvation in this pit that we threw him in. And right at that time, um, a, a band of slave traders came by because they, they lived right along the main road there. And um, the brother said, well, let's, let's sell Joseph as a slave. And the slave traders will carry him off to Egypt and we'll never see him again. He won't be dead. Everybody will be happy. So the older brother agrees to this nefarious plan, and they sell Joseph into slavery. Well, Joseph was just a teenager at this point, and um, he kind of landed on his feet. He was a very smart guy, and uh, he was sold as a slave. Once he got to Egypt, he was sold as a slave to a captain of the, of the pharaoh, the pharaoh's guard. The pharaoh is king of Egypt. And Joseph did such great work that he got promoted very quickly, even though he was a slave, pretty soon he was running the whole household. Well, as I told you, Joseph was a very handsome young man, very smart, very talented. And one day when the master was gone away, the, his, the master's wife tried to seduce Joseph. She tried to get him to kiss her. And Joseph struggled and said, no, no, absolutely not. That would be a betrayal of trust. I cannot do this. And she was pretty much attacking him, um, what we would call today sexual harassment. And she grabbed onto him and she got a hold of his coat and Joseph slipped out of his jacket and ran as fast as he could. Well, when the master got home, the wife told the master that Joseph had tried to rape her. Of course, that was not true. And the captain, the master, was just really upset. I, I don't know that he knew who to believe, but he had to believe his wife. What could he do? Believe a slave instead of his wife? And no, he couldn't. So what ended up happening was Joseph got thrown in jail. 
Well, back in those days, when you got thrown in jail, you were left there to rot. It's not like you got out after 10 years or something. There was no such thing as parole. And so Joseph's life basically had to start all over. This is the second time he's been thrown in a pit and left to die. Well, Joseph kept his head up and and just did as best as he could while he was there in prison. And um, he became trusted and given responsibilities and the jailer really liked him and and uh, Joseph did well as well as you can do in prison and while he was there some of Pharaoh's servants got thrown in jail too one was the baker and one was the guy who always tested the the Pharaoh's wine cup just in case it was poisoned that way he would die instead of Pharaoh because back then that's how you would kill a Pharaoh you'd poison him you'd poison his drink so the pharaohs always had a, somebody who tasted their wine just in case it was poisoned. Well, the baker and the wine taster both got thrown in jail, and they got to know Joseph. And one night, they had, both of them had dreams. And Joseph was able to listen to their dreams, which were really weird. It was about, you know, birds and bread and birds eating the bread. It was, they were very strange dreams. You can read about them in Genesis around the 37th chapter. But anyway, Joseph had a gift of interpreting dreams. He knew what dreams meant because the Lord had given them, him insight into dreams as, as one of his gifts that he was just born with. And, and he was able to tell the baker that, um, you know, your dream means that in three days you're going to be called out of prison and you're going to be executed. And then he said to the wine taster, he said, your dream, which was a very different dream, he said, your dream means that in three days you're going to be called out of prison and back to your old job. Everything's going to be fine. Well, they waited three days and sure enough, everything happened exactly as Joseph had predicted it would happen. The baker was executed and the wine taster was restored to his position as taster of Pharaoh's wine. Joseph said to the wine taster, don't forget me when you get out of prison. Remember me and get me out of here. Well, do you think the wine taster remembered Joseph? No, he did not. He went right back to his old job and he totally forgot about Joseph. And Joseph was so disappointed and he was just left in that jail, probably for the rest of his life except the Lord had other plans. And one day, the Pharaoh himself had a very strange dream. And he dreamed that he saw some cattle, baby hippopotamuses, in the Nile River. And, and there were seven really fat, good-looking cattle, and uh, they were drinking water at the Nile River. And then there were seven really skinny, scrawny, starved-looking cattle, and they came up out of the river, too, and they ate the fat ones. How can that be? How can the skinny ones eat the fat ones? It was a very strange dream. And the Pharaoh was talking about this dream to his wise men. They had no idea how to interpret this dream. And all of a sudden, the wine taster remembered Joseph and said, Oh, I met this guy when I was in prison. Remember when you were mad at me, Pharaoh? And I was in prison. Well, there was this guy named Joseph in prison, and he could tell dreams. And he told me what would happen to me um, in three days. And it happened just like he said. And maybe we should call Joseph and get him to interpret your dream. 
And Pharaoh thought that was a great idea, and that's what he did. He called Joseph up out of prison, and they got Joseph all bathed and cleaned up and shaved and dressed and brought him into Pharaoh. And sure enough, Joseph knew exactly what Pharaoh's dream meant. He said, Pharaoh, the Lord is telling you that you're about to have seven good years of farming and water, and you're going to have bumper crops for seven whole years. But then after that, there are going to be seven terrible years, famine and drought, and the people will starve. And Pharaoh said, oh my goodness, that sounds terrible. And Joseph said, well, if I was you, I'd tell you what I'd do. I would, during those seven good years, I would tax the people and make them bring part of all of their crops and their grain and store that centrally as the government and keep it so that during the seven years of drought and famine, the people can come to you and you will have grain to give them. And that way they won't rebel and they won't starve and Egypt will survive. Pharaoh looked at Joseph and said, wow, you are a smart guy. I tell you what, let's do that. And in fact, why don't you be in charge of it? And Pharaoh made Joseph his right-hand man and gave him power over all of Egypt. And Joseph did exactly what he had suggested to the Pharaoh. He saved up grain from the people during the seven bad years. And sure enough, when that famine and that drought hit, Joseph was able to give grain out to keep the people from starving. It was an amazing story, and there's even more amazing parts that we don't have time to go through right now. But if you go to Genesis after the 37th chapter and take a look at it, you can read the rest of the story.